Hello and welcome to Creative Lines. This is your host, Gabriel Frisella. This is just going to be a short little bit of bonus content from our interview with Ariana. Um, she just, she, we, we finished the interview and she started talking about something, or I, I started talking about something and she, then she started explaining about this thing that just totally, just, Oh, got its fingers in my mind and I could not wrap my head around it and uh, I came out of it just very impressed about uh, what she was doing and uh, so I wanted to share this with you so that you can be impressed too because it's it's it was just very 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 <laughs> very difficult for me to understand and very impressive to me now i do have to say that since this was at the end of this interview uh, there was a little bit of uh, audio difficulty where the uh recording that we were doing uh, our voices got overlapped a little bit but for the most part this should still be intelligible and i think that it is very worth listening to all right now let's get into it talking with uh, all sorts of different artists but maybe maybe I can catch you again on this podcast a year or two from now um, and uh, otherwise I mean try to keep in touch you know <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah for sure. I, I check I check in on your art every once in a while I'm like oh look at that Look at that cool thing. <laughs> More portraits. <laughs> um, I was I was on your uh, your website and I went to your resources page and I was like, wow, I have no idea what any of this is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, my website. I, I use for the like the whole being a lighting artist thing. So. Uh, it ends up being like things that I, I used to prove to uh, hiring directors why they should hire me uh, above and beyond anyone else. So I have a section where I'm like, look, I am artistic. And then the section where it's like, no, look, I can also uh, be technical too. And there's some coding stuff and some photography things like they're, they're very industry specific uh, resources that are broken and I should fix. I should fix some of those, uh, especially the HDRIs. They um, don't they point know? to any particular link anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, that and they are no longer true. downloadable. Dropbox error. <laughs> I, I have to admit to you, though, I was just staring at these rotating orbs the entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> when I wasn't, like, like looking at like, your Tumblr or Instagram, when, I was, when we were talking about that, I was staring at these rotating orbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were uh, they were really fun to make uh, and and use. Um, like it, it's uh, uh, I don't know if you want to get into a conversation about like like technical photography. Like like I, I know there's a, a meaning in the photography world of what real technical photography is. I'm using it literally like it's, it's 
I was taking those photographs not to make a specific photo that is meant to be aesthetic or artistic. It's meant to be used uh, in lighting so that um, I can get all of the light and color information of an environment uh, without having to fully simulate the environment. It's like it's like a light box, right? So um, I have all these textures and colors and like sunlight direction or in the nighttime one, you get all of these like, uh, what do you call it? Like uh, uh, so the, the light bulbs. These orbs. <laughs> Forgot are, the word light bulb. Are these, these are photos that you put together or... So they're actually renders. Um, So I put together, yeah, I put together the photos in kind of just this huge, like giant, like, I think it's like a 18K. The biggest version I have is 18K. The smallest, I think it's just like two, uh, like rectangular map that then maps onto a sphere that you can have in a 3D software. Um, And essentially like it emits light through it. Um, and if you put in a smaller sphere inside of it and you set the material to something like a mirror, it just mirrors the environment back at you. So it's, it's a rendered, what you're looking at are rendered silver balls. I have no idea what you just said. (laughs) I really tried. I really tried. (laughs) Okay. But. Uh. One more try. Um, so if you go in, so you know that forest one, there's, there's a forest one of the fitting balls, right? If you went there and you took like a chrome ball, like a, like a disco ball, but okay, like way so more like smooth with, with no lines ball. in between. This just is like what smooth. would be on that polished mirrored ball yeah. in that environment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's so if you were to so that that like that is a polished mirror ball in that environment, um, but instead of bringing a polished mirror ball to that environment and taking photos of it, I recreated that environment in three D and did a render of that polished mirror ball in three D. The idea is to prove that if you make uh, a 3D object, let's say like, I don't know, a robot or something, uh, and you didn't want to construct it in real life and bring it to that forest, you could construct it in 3D. And based on the fact that you have all the information of what that forest looks like at that point, you could put that robot in that forest in the 3D scene and not in real life. Okay. Okay. I'm just, I'm trying to to understand (laughs) how, so I, I know you, you've, you've taken photos, you've constructed some sort of an environment out of, out of these photos, but I, I just, I'm not, I can't visualize how you can be inside of that. (laughs) <laughs> um, you know how like a, yes. a light like a projector works like a, like a, 
right? So you can project an image onto like a wall or something, right? Um, you, so if you had like an image of uh, a forest uh, from all sorts of different angles and you had like, I don't know, 20 different projectors, probably like 60, I think I took like a ton of photos for these things. But if you had like 20 different projectors all with slightly different, uh, slightly overlapping images of the forest and you put them all around your object, you could kind of project that forest onto the object. That makes I'm sense? I'm gonna say yes. I'm, I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> I think that's the closest I'm going to get right now. I'm, I'm sure if I went and looked this up on, on Wikipedia, if I had like a diagram in front of me, I think I'd get it. I feel like I'm, I'm very close. Yeah, probably. I'm very it's, impressed. It, yeah. Um, I, you know, yeah, you it's thoroughly hard. impressed me. <laughs> Ah, uh, thanks. <laughs> uh, All right. Nice. <laughs> it's, oh, doing the one, one last thought. Um, doing the like kind of this very incredibly technical photography, you can end up making like a ton of money because every single film needs a guy to do this stuff. And there's like a couple of people who do it, like, and they they do YouTube videos about it, and they have like these like several thousand dollar like camera rigs that they use like tripods automated timers and stuff and they they get to like travel the world and they don't have to do like artistic photography <laughs> they just kind of sit there and like click a few buttons and then they stitch it together and it's it's like an amazing career I'm, I'm sure there's some simplification in there based based on on everything that you told me just prior to that that took a tremendous amount of brain power to try to comprehend <laughs> I'm going to guess that their jobs require a little bit more than just pressing the buttons, but. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. I'm... <laughs> uh, they, they don't need me to give them an ego boost. Oh, they, yeah. They're the artists. <laughs> they know the value of their jobs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was really nice catching up. Uh, yeah. I, I really do hope the podcast well, is like you know, a, a there's all that uh, social media element to things, and I don't have the time or energy to try to get into that while I'm here. So if if there are like a like ten listeners, you know that's enough for me at this point in time. I hope that was as exciting impressive and a little screwbally for you as it was for me and uh, i just want to say i'm really looking forward to the next time that i get to talk to ariana and um thank you for listening as always this has been creative lines and uh, i have been gabriel frisella thank you mm-hmm.